0: school do you like to doodle me too (laughs) always wanted to be an artist always thought it'd be cool if i could be artistically excellent but i'm not my son however he's pretty good he drew that he's not bad he's a really good artist but i i my best is a doodle but you know what most everybody can doodle surely you've done the doodle you know what I'm saying? Sitting in a restaurant, boring conversation, whatever it may be. And you thought, I'm just going to get out a napkin and doodle. So you did. Ha! Well, that's what this is all about. Taking the Bible, doodling it so that you can stick it in your brain and use it in the future. I love it. Glad to have you with me. Well, if you know how this works then I need to tell you that you don't need for me to tell you, but I'm going to tell you anyhow. Generally, Genesis is where we're at, basic Bible. We're stepping through the book of Genesis, dealing with some basic stuff. It's not really what you would call a uh, in-depth study, but it is definitely something that touches the highlights. And I'm enjoying it. hope that you are too. Oh, let's see. My thing went screwy there. Let's see what happens here. Oh dear. We're having a computer problem. Let's see what happens if I do that. Now let's see what happens if I do this. <laughs> I think I solved my own problem. I'm getting a little dirt nervous there. I may still need to be nervous because, look, it's stuck. Oh, dear. What in the world? I need another computer. It's really struggling. This old computer that I have is not doing really well. Hey, my buddy Rajesh. Man, it's good to hear from you, bud. I think he, Where are you at, Sweden? I think he's in Sweden. Raji, it's good to see you, my friend. Just had a birthday recently, I believe. Happy birthday. It's time to doodle the doodle. So get out your doodle-taters and your doodle-tooters and be ready to go. Here we are. All right, you ready? I'm afraid this thing's gonna give me trouble all the way through this morning. I hope not. Maybe not. Here we go: 36, 37, 38, 39, 40, 41, 42, 43. Remember, these are the camel ones. So you remember that as kind of a group. That's where the brothers are coming back and forth from Egypt. That's that they're supposed to represent the camels. Well, then we get to forty six. Remember the icon that we have been using for forty six is that little icon that uh, it kind of looks like a chef. Because remember that's how Jacob was kind of remembered. We started off this story a long time ago. We started off this story with Jacob. Remember, he made food. His mama helped him make food. That's how he stole various things from his brother, got himself in a lot of trouble, etc. Anyhow, can you see the four? See the fall of the steam here? That's the, And then he's the other thing. See how we did that? And then here's the six. And this is the little icon. You can see it's up here, too. Uh, this is the little icon that looks like Pharaoh or Egypt. So Jacob is going to move to Egypt. You're so smart. <laughs> All right, let's see if we can like this. I'm not very good. All right, get the guy ahead. Funny hat here. And uh, I don't know why chef hats have to look funny, but they do. All right, and then we got him down here. Remember, he's holding some stew, whatever. So you give him a ball of stew, and then you got steam coming out there. All right, that's good. All right, and come on down here. The guy needs to have some legs. Ooh, he's kind of pointy. We'll give him an arm here, too. Anyhow, <clears throat> there you go. So that's Jacob. Now, Jacob is coming over here, though, and he is going to move to, now we got to do the six. Remember how to do the six? Now, in the middle here, you're going to put that Pharaoh guy. And I, I don't know if I can do him or not. He's He's kind of a funny guy. Can I just put Egypt? <laughs> I didn't even spell it very good, did I? Should I you want me to do that again so you can see it right? Okay. All right, I'll do it. Here you go. E is for Egypt and G is for Egypt. And Y is for Egypt too. There you go. Kadoo doo doo. You you can draw in the, the funny guy if you want to. In fact that would probably be better to help you to remember it. But I'm not I'm just a doodler, and I'm not a good doodler. I'm just a self taught. Not very good doodler. (laughs) But there you go. Jacob going to move to Egypt. Pretty good stuff, right? We'll just put that right up there. I'm kind of proud of that. So we just put that. That's not a half bad chef. There, let's take his... See, that looks like his... That's not bad. See what I'm saying? We did good. Very good. I'm proud of you guys. All right, moving on. So if you're going to be quizitated over segment number one, I would ask this: these questions. What is the theme for Genesis chapter 46? Jacob... Moves to Egypt. You're so smart. And can you doodle the clue? Clearly you can. I would suggest that when you doodle Jacob that you not give him pointy little legs, though. <laughs> all, right, all right. Let's be silly. Are you ready? Here we go. All right. My silly first silly for you today. Oh, dear. That's just a little bit blocking. We're going to move that over there. Just there you go. There you go. Why did the triangle stop talking to the circle? They were close friends all through their growing up years, and then they just stopped talking. Why did the triangle stop talking to the circle? Well, because it was pointless. It just simply was pointless. <laughs> see, I even drew you a triangle up there so you can see. And there's there, is, there the, the triangle, he's got points everywhere. But it, the circle, this is kind of a circle. See there, except for the little word. Thing of a jingy there. You know, here, let's do it this way. I'll explain it better. I got another doodle later here. All right, notice here. Here's a triangle, got all kinds of points. Here's a circle, no points at all. He stops talking to him because it was pointless. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't get along because it was pointless. Oh, man, that's, I think I might have told that one before. All right, segment number two, you're not laughing very loudly. That's, that tells me that sometimes I might have told it already. Let's make a memory, stick it right there in the head. Okay, here we go. Making that old memory, sticking it in the head. Here we go. Mrs. Joseph, she says to Mr. Joseph, I just don't think i do it, honey. He says, yes, you can. Here's the memory verse. All the persons belonging to Jacob who came into Egypt, who were his own descendants, not including Jacob's son's wives, were 66 persons in all. So you just say each line five times. All the persons, 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 all the persons. persons. So you got line number one. Or, and I made it a little bit challenging this time. (laughs) Look at those, all the persons. I know that one because I did the little dance. But oh dear. Can you fill in those? Look, there's a dash in this one. I bet that's a number. (laughs) Oh, so then you can do that, you see. Stick them all over the house. Every time you pass by, say that thing, get it stuck in your head. That's called memorization. Oh, dear. Cindy, I need a new computer. Every time I go to clicking, it doesn't want to click. All right, here we go. Test prep for segment number two. Who was not included, included in the count of those going to Egypt? That was in the memory verse. That was actually in the memory verse. Who was not included in the count? Yes. I, no, I, I'm not giving you the answer. You go back and look it up. Can you quote the memory verse? Let's be silly. Love this little guy. <laughs> he needs to lose weight. Horrible. But he's got such a great smile. You know what I'm saying? And then we got the grumpy guy at the end, the furball, you know what I'm saying? It will open up the blinds. He doesn't even look like he wants to be there. But he sits there all week long waiting for us to have our next time together. I don't get it. But this guy here, he can't wait. Look, he's just trotting down the aisle. Can't get oh boy, oh boy, another silly, another silly. Just can't hardly wait. See, I like this guy. See what I'm saying? Alright, here we go. What is a swimmer's favorite kind of math? Do you like math? Me either. <laughs> I actually hope that you do like math, but neither of my boys. They're actually pretty good at it, but they didn't like it. And I I can't do numbers for nothing. That's why I married Cindy. Well, that's not the only reason. She was really cute (laughs) and other things. But anyhow, so I married her. She takes care of all the math in the house because I can't do it very good. But we got this swimmer, and the swimmer's got a favorite kind of math. And what I'm asking you to tell me is what is a swimmer's favorite kind of math? Well, clearly it is dive vision. <laughs> Get it? Dive, woo, vision. A division, division, division. Did did he likes it? Did you like it? I like it too. <laughs> there you go. All right, segment number three. Ponder a passage while you sit by the pond and say, "Hm." <laughs> Got me a little cold today, and so it's kind of bothering me. But anyhow, we're going to ponder this passage. That means we're going to think deeply upon it. Here you go. Ready for the passage? All right. Genesis forty-six, and you'll notice I did one through four, then I skipped down to verse twenty-eight. So I'm just trying to get you a, a combination. Uh, what do you call it? a summary? A summary of the passage. Oh dear. Jacob going to Egypt. You're in the way. Gonna have to lose you, buddy. See you later. All right. He's lost. So, Israel took his journey with all that he had, and he came to Beersheba and offered sacrifices to God, uh, the God of his father Isaac. So, Jacob has gotten news your son is alive, and he wants you to come down there and live in Egypt. And Jacob's all excited, so he starts out. He's got a bunch of stuff, and they're starting out. But before he gets to Egypt, he, start, he stops in Beersheba, and he wants to make sure he thanks God. You stick around for the sermon time of Lord's Day Live. You'll find out why that's really important. It's really awesome, the journey that Jacob has been on. But here's your question. Where does he stop to make sacrifices on his way to Egypt? Beersheba. Beersheba. And God spoke to Israel in visions of the night and said, Jacob, Jacob. And he said, here I am. Then he said, I am God, the God of your father. Do not be afraid to go down to Egypt, for there I will make you a great nation. I myself will go down with you to Egypt. Now, that's kind of cool, isn't it? God said, I'm going to go with you on this particular trip. And so I'll take care of you. And so God himself will go with him to Egypt. And he said, and I'll bring you up again. So you're not going to stay down there forever. I will bring you back. Now, he is going to die when he's in Egypt. But his body will be transported back to Canaan, the land that God had promised him and his uh, his forefathers. I'll bring you back again, and Joseph's hand will close your eyes. Did you ever see one of those movies where somebody dies, but their eyes are still open, and so somebody reaches down and they kind of close their eyelids? That's kind of what's being referred to here, that Joseph himself will be with you when you pass away. That's very comforting, isn't it? Then verse 28. He had sent Judah Judah ahead of him to Joseph to show the way before him in Goshen. And they came into the land of Goshen. So Jacob, dad, is going to send Judah, brother of Joseph, going to send Judah ahead. And he's going to say, go talk to Joseph and ask him, where are we supposed to set up camp? Where, Where are we going to live? Get us directions. And so that's what Judah does. Then Joseph prepared his chariot. When he found out dad's on his way, he went up to meet Israel, his father, in Goshen. He presented himself to him and he fell on his neck and he wept on his neck a good while. You can imagine because they've been separated now for like 13 years, maybe longer. And uh, so this has been a long time. His dad has thought he's been dead all of these years. So daddy is really excited to see his boy who's not dead. Joseph's excited because he didn't have any communication with his dad uh, to speak of. And and, and remember that last conversation, the last thing he asked the brothers is, is my dad even alive? And he's getting this opportunity to see dad another time. He presented himself to him, him, fell his neck, and they wept for a good while. Israel said to Joseph, now let me die, since I have seen your face, and I know that you are still alive. It's like he's saying, life is complete. I am so thankful, Joseph, I get to see that you're alive, that you were not slaughtered by a beast all those years ago. But instead, you have been living, and you've come to such a, a wonderful situation that God has blessed you with. Joseph said to his brothers and his father's household, I will go up and tell Pharaoh, and I'll say to you, my brothers and my father's household, uh, uh, who were in the land of Canaan, they have come to me. And he's excited. So Joseph, he wants to jump back in a chair and go tell Pharaoh, my folks are here. And he's excited about that. All right, the things I've got underlined there are going to be the questions. There's your little memory clue. All right, moving on. Here we go. All right, questions to Prepare you for the final test. Here are the five that I'm going to present during segment number three. Got them? Go ahead and screenshot those. You know what I think I'll do while you're screenshotting those? I'm going to take me a swig of the water. Yes, I am. Swish it around. Swallow it down. Oh, man, I look like a clown. (laughs) I just made that up just right here on the spot. I'm such a good poet. I don't even know it. Oh dear. Okay. So, let's go be funny again. Which knight created the round table? Remember Arthur's round table with all of his knights. Remember the Knights of the Round Table. Remember that? You read that? You sure? Yes, you have. If you hadn't, you need to have your mom and dad read that to you. It's really good stuff. So the question is, which knight was the one who created the round table? It is a little bit odd if you think about it. A round table. But if you think about it, too, a round table lets everybody face everybody, pretty much. So which knight created the round table? It was circumference. (laughs) Circumference. Let me show you what that... Oops, almost knocked everything over there. you got to be careful. Here's your circle. The circumference is the distance around the edge, the outside. (laughs) So think of that as a table. Forget the triangle. We're not doing triangles right now. So that's a table, and you got all these sir guys sitting around here. Circumference. He's the guy who made that. <laughs> I actually thought that was a pretty fun one. I, I laughed like that one because I, okay, never mind. All right, here we go. Moving on. Day four. We're going to apply. Doing, doing. I love the doing, doing. I'm sorry I do that every time, but it just really tickles me. Why do we even want to study Genesis chapter 46? Well, I'm telling you. I'm telling you right here and right now, I'm telling you why. Because this is a really neat passage. The thing that I was drawn to, and there's a lot of stuff in it, but the thing I was drawn to is this idea, now let me die. I mean, that sounds a little bit negative, but that's it's not. It's basically Jacob is saying, I've done it. I, I, my life is complete. My son is alive. He's blessed down here in Egypt. I mean, he's like second in command. How much better can this get? I, I'm ready to go to see God. My life is complete. What do you have on your bucket list? Something that you really want to do before going to heaven. Do you have anything like that? A lot of people talk about that. I'll be honest with you. My bucket list is pretty empty or blank or whatever. I just, I don't have a lot of stuff left. I really can't wait to go hug Jesus. But anyhow, what do you have on your bucket list? And what is one thing that would make your life complete? You see how Jacob is saying here, my life is complete now because I found out my son's alive. Happy! Happy, 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 happy! And so I'm asking you, and that's gonna be your question for your test. What is one thing that would make your life complete? If you could just do this one thing, you feel like your life would be complete, what would it be? Let's see if that's actually the question. Are you ready? What is one thing that would make your life complete? Man, I'm good. I, I knew that was going to be there and it wasn't even there yet. How do you think? Yeah, I did. I made that slide up here, right? Okay, guys, I'm fixing to open the blinds. Now, you know how this works. Every time we open the blinds, he's there. And he's like a big snoop. He's, he's like, he's just got to be peeking in all the time, but he's not smiling. And that's what bugs me. If you're going to hang out at my window, at least give me a smile in the morning when I come to you know, open the blinds. You know, But he doesn't even smile. He doesn't even like my jokes. I don't know why he hangs around. I don't. Here he is. Look, I told you. Did I tell you? He's got that sneer. He's got that look. It's like, what are you even doing here? I'll tell you what I'm doing here. This is my window. <laughs> you know, what are you doing here? He, he, he doesn't comb his hair when he comes to the window or nothing. Anyhow, <clears throat> Excuse me. what did the fish <clears throat> say about that lazy dolphin? That lazy dolphin's been laying around, you know, and he's been lazy. And so the fish was talking to the other fish at school because they run in schools. Schools of fish. I just made that up too. Anyhow, what did the fish say about the lazy dolphin? Well, I'll tell you. He said, That dolphin, he has no poipus. (laughs) I get it. A dolphin is also called a porpoise. (laughs) So he's got no (laughs) poipus. That's actually pretty good. I don't know. I do know why he's smiling. This guy here, he's just a grump. It's probably too early in the morning for him. He should have slept in a little bit. so he's not even being nice to me here. Don't even read that stuff, folks. Don't read it because he's just—he's not even being nice. What do? What did that fish say about the lazy dolphin? He has no poipus. <laughs> oh, come on, let it out. You got to admit that—that that is funny. Okay. Segment number five, this is where we come to the conclusion and we're all excited just like this lady. (laughs) She doesn't like the test time, but I do. Are you ready? Here's your questions, guys. So get out your thingy bajingy so that you can take a screenshot of that because those are important questions, folks. How many teachers do you know that give you the test before you take the test? That's me. And there it is. And all I'm saying is take that test and study it. (laughs) (laughs) You're making me cough. All right, you got that? We're into our 43rd test over the book of Genesis. That's a lot of tests. You guys have taken a lot. I'm proud of you. Thank you for hanging in there with me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. There's your 10 questions. That is your final test that you're going to have. Are you prepared for it? I really like you people. I really do. Thank you so much for being with me every time. I love you. This is Sonny Childs saying, be there. Matthew 16, 26.